Okay, cute dog. Yo, yo, hello, hello. Ah, yes, hello, listeners to the Highly Dotted Podcast. I'm your host, KQ Dog. And we have, well, this is a special bonus episode. I haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, you know, being in the, the road to 100, we're just going off the regular numbers. So it's good to have a nice little point five in there. You know, I, I miss these. But uh, yes, we have a special guest, special boy, special, special, honorable, all that shit. You know, um, I said I was going to stop cussing in the first five minutes of the podcast. It's all right. Um, we have a special guest, special voice. Okay, guys. Uh, without further ado, we have J Bow. Okay, I don't know if y'all know who this woman is. If y'all don't know who this woman is, obviously you don't know who I am because you ain't know who she is. You ain't listened to me in the trenches way before it was a podcast. It was a radio show called the High Dollar Radio Show, and she was one of the uh, guests on my show. So this is like a return, not really. You know, she's always here, but it's like the second time. This is the first time she's on the podcast. This is the second time she's been on the highly doubted platform. You feel what I'm yes, saying? Sir. So, um, yes, without further ado, Jada Bow, Jada, 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 Jada Bowery, Jada Bow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Please all right, just him, It's all right. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. We, we, <laughs> we, me and her on first name basis. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can't call me that. <laughs> But y'all, you know what I'm saying? That's my name. But yes, hello, J. Bob. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing all right. Today is not too bad. Well, well, you know, I, 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 I was wondering how I wanted to do this episode with you. I was pondering it. I knew when she was <laughs> coming. I was like, how do I want to do this? Do I want to, you know, reignite? Uh, hello, this is a guest. What does she do? What's her life? Maybe hide out of the store. We already did that. You know what I'm saying? Go check out the old episode, Highly Dot the Radio Show, to see Jay Bow and all her gloriousness. Um, in terms of where she's from, what she does. She's gonna do it again. I'm just talking shit, you know. <laughs> but um, no, nah, seriously, Jay Bow, talk to us. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? What are you about? Give us it all. What's up? All right, for sure. Um, well, for starters, can you hear that dog in the background, bro? Nope, but we love dogs. It's okay. It's all, all right. right. I was just making sure because I don't know where it came from, but it started as soon as you started talking. <laughs> it's cool. We, we, we have we have dogs barking all throughout this episode. Facts. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. So, yeah. I'm J. I'm uh J. Bow. I am from Fayetteville, North Carolina. I was raised in the Bull City, Durham, North Carolina. Um. I've been all over North Carolina though, for real. Like this, this whole state is me. Everybody know me everywhere, so you know I'm not a unfamiliar face in any part that you would probably go to, especially on the artist scenes. Um, I am an artist. I am a creative. I am a serial business entrepreneur. Um, it'd be so hard to like really dive in. Like it's like, where do I start? What oh, you go from? Like I do, I do so much uh-huh. that like I'm just like I'm not one thing. I'm just I'm J Bow, so versatile. You feel me? Truly versatile. <laughs> but my main goal of what I want to be is I want to be an artist full time. And right now, my goal towards getting to doing that is building up skills that allow me to be an artist. 
So learning how to do video editing, learning how to uh, mix and master my own music and learning instruments so I can produce uh, marketing for artists. Like I do a lot of that. That takes a lot of my time. Um, What else, man? Like just everything that I can do to be an artist full time is what I'm doing and to be a resource for other artists is like that's where I'm at right now. Well, you know, if you guys do not know, you guys don't know. How would you know? Um, <laughs> J Val, for what is what year is this? It's 2023, about to be 2024. I would say 2020 to 2022. That two year span, J Bow, all the things she just said she was doing, marketing you know, being a tool for other artists. She was definitely my uh, manager for a good two years, 2020, 2022. Um, and, you know. And then what, you went to Cali. And then I went to California. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that, that's, that's how the talent works. You know what I'm saying? She, once, once, you, once you put your hands on you, then you're going to go everywhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when she touched me with two, I went to Cali. I said, I'm going to show y'all what I'm about to do. You know what I'm saying? Some J-Bow nope. shit. But I'm going to get into that too, which is interesting. But um yeah so she was definitely my manager for like two years 2020 2022 and you know just really this was the first thing first time for me having somebody really be into my artistry more than me if not you know the same if not more than me and then the things the questions the conversations the you know just the insecurities you know all the things that come with being an artist when you are a manager you have to I'm not going to say take on but you're going to have to really know your artists you know what I'm saying in terms of like what makes them tick you know what makes them you know what makes them um grow what makes them you know go back you know certain things you know so j really had a nice little time experimenting with me and it was nice seeing how I reacted to certain Mm -hmm. things you know to really see um things I need to work on you know so um, I say all that to say is two years went by of J Bow being my manager. I definitely learned a lot. And now that I'm in Cali and it's been almost uh, another two years since then, um, I miss her so much. I miss you too, man. <laughs> I miss J Bow so much. I miss all of the things we did, you know, all the times we hung out and just talked and just, you know, just did those things. Um, and I say all that to say, right, because now – if you guys know, obviously you now this is what the people do know. I am a manager of my own. I have a client of my own. Yeah. Know, managing DJ Black Woman, Lake Mary Goddess, Nia Love, you know that, you know that girl love you. Woo, woo, woo. Um <laughs> and you know, a, a lot of things that I do for her, not even like um like giving her pointers on DJing or you know, working on, she's not an artist, but she's a DJ. So in terms of just, you know, things in that area to help her improve on, it's not necessarily that, you know what I'm saying? That's her, that's her job to get better at that. It's my job to, you know, sharpen her mental and her ideas around that, you know what I'm saying? And that's what the managing is, you know, like um, there are a lot of things that you see, you observe a lot. Um, You really see the things that they cannot see. And you have to be the, you have to have the skill to say it and, you know, relay that critique to them in a way that, in a way to where 
um, they look at it as um, um, constructive criticism and not us just talking down on you. Um, and I, and you know, this is funny to me because a lot of things that Jay Bowie should say to me about critiquing the first like 0.2 seconds, I'd be like, she don't understand. She don't understand my vision. She don't understand <laughs> the things that I'm going through. She don't, she don't know. She don't, she, don't, she don't do this. She don't be doing what I be doing. And then after the two seconds pass, I'm like, you know what? Obviously knows that, KQ. She knows that. <laughs> Therefore, she's trying to help you because if she if you knew, if you knew what you if you knew how to do it, you wouldn't need her to tell you. And I was okay. like, mm, you're right. <laughs> you're right, Jay Bow. I'm sorry. All right, all right, all right. So so say it again. What we gotta do? What what we gonna do now? You know? So that that is something that I've definitely learned um, you know, utilize from J Bow to Nia. You know what I'm saying? So mentorship, you know, mentorship, uh managing, you know. Definitely know firsthand that J Bow is uh she's she's magic, you know, she really knows what she's doing. And don't let the cute, don't let the beautiful face and the young age fool you. How old are you? 24. 24, two years my junior, and she managed me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's another thing. Y'all niggas need to understand that it's not always older people that can teach you something. It's always younger people who can teach you something, especially um in this world that we live in, because you know, the older you get, the more out of tune, out of touch you gone, uh, you, you're getting with uh, what's what's going on in the world. You know, yeah, these old and, folks ain't uh, picking up with technology like we do. Uh-uh. Hell nah. I'm over here. I'm over here having to fight myself internally to get on Instagram and post shit. Like, I don't even, you know how, somebody, see how much of a fight? And I, I j is going to hate me here. And it's how much of a fight it is to get on Instagram and just post shit. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. But enough about that. Um, so, j mm -hmm. talk to me about what has been going on. Um, I don't know. It's been, what, two years, basically. Like, like, so, yeah, give us, like, a quick rundown of what j has done in 2023. Oh, 2023. Alone? <laughs> Alone, because Man. it's about the end of the year. It's about December. That's facts. Recap. Recap. Uh -huh. Oh, man. Time to reflect for real. This past year, um, it was probably the hardest year of my life. Um, this past year and a half in its entirety, actually. Um, but I'm kind of coming out of that phase right now, so... Um, I really can't start at 2023. I really got to start summer 2022. That's really where I got to start. Because that's like, my <coughs> life doesn't even like really reflect on years anymore. It kind of reflects on like major milestones. Okay. Um, so like 2022, summer of 2022, um, as you know, you know, that's when I ended up having some uh, complications with my body and, you know, end up having a bit on kidney therapy and that like hit me so hard on so many different levels like my energy levels change my abilities with my energy end up changing my strength change like I'm all, I was always tired like I was like like it was just so much so much happened like when you're when your body starts like 
not functioning how it's supposed to like you like that you i can't even really explain in words like how troublesome that is to have to alter your whole entire lifestyle so for a while like 2022 um a while 2022 like my main focus was just trying to figure out how to get my kidneys back up and working and like get my body functioning how I needed to and I'm still in that journey and it's a challenge but I like I stopped working I stopped like managing artists I stopped focusing on others and like really just like put 100% of my energy or as much as I could into myself and that was hard and that was challenging that was like stressful a lot on my family um because they were the ones taking care of me and like being on kidney therapy three times a week like I was just like I remember like the first month after I got out the hospital like I would just sleep all the time (laughs) I would sleep all the time and the only time I was up was really like the only thing I was doing was hosting uh hosting Frida Mike at Lucky Tree and is like that was twice a week i mean twice a month um so like really only twice a month was when i was like up and alive like when i'll be there i just felt so great like i just like it was just a chance to feel like everything was running smooth and like nothing was wrong and like just kind of getting out of that zone but that was pretty much all of the rest of 2020 for me like sleep kidney therapy open mic and repeating that cycle and like I started realizing like oh like I'm like really stuck in this cycle like I need to I need to start figuring out something different like this isn't gonna work I can't do this for the rest of my life like and like out my bank account was running low like I had saved up some good bread but like when you start working you got no money like you just running up your running up your finances you you gotta do something different you like so being in the same position physically but realizing like okay i gotta do something different like i gotta make something else work i gotta heal my body like i gotta figure this out that became my main mission times two like i was like all right so now i'm in a position where i'm still in the same position but my mind is changing like and I think my mind really went on a dark decline in that period but it was like I was starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel for a second it was like it won't it won't no light (laughs) it won't no light I was stuck in darkness I was just like I was really like I was just like why you didn't why you didn't just take me bro like why am I still here like it's just like I was just like going through some dark stuff bro but after that when I started seeing that light at the end of the tunnel, I was like, let me just try to get a little bit closer every day. It just, like, it was, the light was so far, it really felt unattainable, but it was like, I could see the light now. So I know that there's something that I gotta do to get closer. So I've just been getting closer and closer and closer. Now we can come to 2023, because now it's gonna make more sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now we're in 2023, right? And I have a birthday party. My birthday is January 2nd. So, you know, new year, new me, new age, all that good stuff. Like, um, I have my birthday party on January 2nd that night. And 
I just like sent out the invite to a few friends. Like, I don't even think I sent the invite to everybody like I should have, but like, it's just from what I sent. Like, I just was being lazy about it. Like, just sent it to a few people. It was like, hey, let, let people who you know I rock with go. Like, and then we did that. Like, a lot of my music friends ended up showing up and like we jammed out a little bit. We had this big swing hanging from the ceiling. We were swinging, having a good time. It was a potluck. We had food and everything. Everybody brought my favorite foods and modified the sodium and everything because th- those are things that I need for my kidneys and my body. Um, so that made me happy that people were willing to do that for me. And uh, we had ended up having some like conversations on like what we wanted to do, um, or more specifically, what I wanted to do with my music and everything music video ideas and like just everything we were talking about really really re-sparked something in me that I hadn't had in me for a while and there was a couple friends that like conversations like how I used to have with you they were having with me you know and it was like it was like on a wave of like you know we know you had you we know you had things happen with your body and you still going through that and we're here to support you but like you gotta you gotta keep moving like it just like reminded me of like the light that I am to others and making sure I'm taking care of myself so I can continue to shine that light not just for others but for myself as well you feel me so it was a it was a very inspiring night that I had on my birthday and like that really got me back in the mindset of okay I'm not where I used to be, and I know I can't maintain that right now, but I know I can build back to that. So, started building back to that by eating better, cooking my own food, because it's crazy. Like, sodium, 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 sodium is straight hypertension. Salt, hypertension. <laughs> like, you get, you get that sodium in your body, and you just... you. You never know what might happen. So I encourage everybody to maintain low sodium levels in your food. Like, I know salt tastes good, but that John got me on kidney failure right now. So not no bueno. (laughs) But I've been reducing my sodium a lot. And that helps a lot because it keeps my blood pressure somewhat maintained so that when I'm going through therapy and everything like I'm feeling better coming out like I'm not as tired anymore I'm exercising more I used to work out every day going hard in the gym I want to get back to that but I got to start small so I'm building up to that you feel me I'm um uh like I said I'm eating better moving around more trying to focus on my breathing more getting back into meditation really really been hitting heavy on prayer every day that took some time to build up to but i say q1 about half of q2 was really just me rebuilding rebuilding like from the ground up with my body rebuilding and refocusing on what i need the tail end of q2 into q3 it was me starting small back at getting back to the bag. So 
I started doing some marketing for artists around. I started going out to the shows and stuff, getting myself out there beyond just open mic, um, doing performances, getting paid to perform, like hitting the stage all over Raleigh, all over the city, had some shows in Greensboro, like, um, yeah, like I was just really like getting back getting back on the scene and like really getting my name out there so that I could get my music out there and connecting with artists and like just having a good time having a good time for real like that that was something that I forgot that I could do (laughs) you know so that was that was where that was where the pivot really started happening and started posting more on my Instagram like I was like you for a while like just not even not even focus on my Instagram at all. Like, I think I even, like, deleted the app for a good minute. Because <laughs> I was just, like, I just didn't really care for it. I just didn't, didn't really have no place for it in my life at the, at the at that period. Um, coming out of the hospital up until, like, the beginning of January. Um, yeah, so getting back on the scene and everything. Like, open mic. That's been growing. It's like we went from having 10 people back in like 2021 maybe 10 people on the list and maybe 20 people in the house and 20 10 of those 20 is the artist <laughs> like to now like we got at least 100 people every night we got at least 30 people on the list every night like we're 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 booked and busy like you feel me but and then like i don't know like somewhere somewhere in the mix like just like been building this strong community of artists that's like pretty much wherever I go I throw the link they like I'm in there (laughs) everybody wants me to host their shows and stuff so I've been doing a lot of that I've been venturing out in different types of shows excuse me been uh been doing uh uh like mainly mainly hosting like open mics and like showcases and stuff but like just this week I got invited to host a fashion show. So I'm like, oh, we taking it back to the couture days. Like, let's go. <coughs> you feel <good? laughs> mm. So yeah, just really getting my name out there. Uh I've had a camera for a couple of years that I originally ended up getting with somebody that was working for my platform High Cage as a graphic designer. And he was telling me he wanted to get into to photography, but you know, life happens, so he ended up, uh, he ended up going a different route. But I'm like, okay, well, I got this camera so that he could practice. So what am I gonna do with this camera? And it just sat for a couple of years. And then one day I was just like, you know what? Let me pick up this camera. Let me see what I can do with it. So, uh, my boy, my boy Donnie Danil, man, he's been doing his thing, amazing singer, yo. He started up his own open mic, and um excuse me he started up his own open mic and his first night um I just was like you know let me this would be a great time to practice my camera I can't really do much of that in my own open mic because I'm hosting but I'm like now that I'm just like kind of here just to be here let me pull this camera out so I came through with my camera captured the first night of events and everybody really loved the photos that I took so I was just like, all right, I'm pretty decent at this. Let me just take it wherever I go to all these other shows and whatever. So I did a lot of that. And 
it's easy to take the photos I found, but the process of like getting the photos off your SD card, getting them on your computer, converting the files. Once you convert the files, if you want to add a watermark, adding the watermark, and then like just it's a whole process of photography. Like I'm like, oh, these photographers really when they have them 24 hour turnarounds, they are working. Like <laughs> they are working. That ain't that ain't an easy process. So I've learned a lot of learned a lot more skills this year that you know helped me grow uh grow the bag as an artist support system uh, i've been in the studio making mad music i've been writing mad music i've been connecting with mad singers to help me with this music because you know i could sing a little bit now you know i could carry a little tune do my thing harmonize oohs and ahs but singers that i'm around and the sound that i hear in my head i'm not there yet so i'm just like why like i don't really see the point in me stressing myself to try to get there right now when i could just gradually learn it over time and connect with somebody else who is there and just collab with dope artists like yo i got this song i got these melodies like can i show you can you sing it for me I'm actually about to link up with three singers next week. Like, cause I got a birthday showcase coming up January 6th. And, you know, I want I want dope artists to just like perform with me, freestyle, vibe out, come with written stuff, like, you know. So yeah, I just been on a music mission, like, since since Q2. Like Q2 really like kicked it back up for me when I had that light re-sparked in me, like. I had to come out that darkness and like really remember what I love and what I'm passionate about. And like my main mission is to not do anything that doesn't fulfill me. You know, like I don't want to work a job and I don't want to be on my feet all day, like hustling and bustling for some job that I don't care about. Like, if I'm going to work, I'm going to put my time and energy towards things that either benefit me or towards people who benefit me. And when I say when I say that, you know, I mean that 100%. Like, I do some tech work on the side where, like, I'm not into tech. I don't like tech. I don't like, I don't care about that. But the person... The company who is providing that outlet and that service for me, I care about them. I care about their missions in life. And I care about what they have put out into the world outside of that industry. You feel me? Like, that's not even their main thing. That's that's just a bag that they were able to find and provide. But when it comes to their actual missions and their purpose work, like it's so it's so much deeper to just take. <laughs> so it's like or like lucky tree you feel me i don't really you know the days where i used to work at the coffee shop like as a barista i don't really like i'm i'm no barista bro like <laughs> people be wanting foam and leaves in their lattes and all that crazy stuff i'm like i'm i'm gonna I'm a just steam it and you feel me? Like, I can't do all that. <laughs> what? I didn't ask for that. I didn't ask for that. I asked for phone in the least. You feel Woman. me? I, 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 ain't, I ain't, you know, 
not I. I can't do that for you. And you getting oat milk? No, nah, I definitely can't do that for you. Oh hell no! Nah. Get get what get get up off the counter. Get I need my oat milk with the <laughs> you. Nah, see you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But like I I ain't I ain't I ain't trying to be mixing up no no coffee all day spilling stuff on me messing up bakery like I suck as a barista I'm not gonna hold you I'll probably cost them so much (laughs) in food (laughs) messing up mason I don't know I don't know how I follow the ingredients and still mess up the bakery items I don't know how I do it but it happened like almost every time so I'm just like I I just refused to bake after a certain point I was like I'm not gonna no because I'm gonna mess it up I don't care I'm not gonna do it <laughs> but you know I tried you know I tried to be the best you know I could you know because I care I didn't care about being a barista but I cared about I cared about you feel me my friends who own care the about people. Yeah, I people. care about you know mm. the team that I'm working with like mm. So it's like, look, I look, I wash all the dishes. <laughs> I can do that very well. Like I you know me, KQ, bro. I am a clean freak. If anybody's gonna wash the dishes, it should be me. <laughs> it should be me. I'm gonna make sure these dishes is washed and well. Okay? You feel me? But yeah, you know, I, I don't work I don't work behind the bar anymore. I just host the shows now. And like I'll do other little like like if they have like they had a specialty night where uh or they had like samples of new treats and new meads and like just samples night i was the one passing out the samples i ain't baking none of the samples <laughs> <laughs> but i passed them out you feel me like doing odd jobs like that for people that i care about like i i'll make myself available for that but or like people want me to come out and do photography at their shows, I'll do that. Um, people want me to come into the studio, help them songwrite, I'll do that. I just been full fledged, like however it connects to music, however it connects to the people I care about, like that's how I've been making my bag. And that's been that's been real for me, yo. Like it's been it's been a good time. It's like not the most rewarding financially. But for where I'm at physically and building back my energy physically and still being on kidney therapy, but trying to still be an active citizen. I feel like I see some of the other people going through what I go through. And and if anybody knows what kidney therapy is like, like we all sit in one room where... We sit in our own little chair and like they hook us up to the machine and like just filter the fluids out of our body and we all just sitting there so you hear other people's conversations you hear other people talking to other people like you just hear a lot and from what i've heard like <clears throat> a lot of people like they don't even they just gotta give up on life and they they don't they don't they don't even try so I think that was another motive for me. Like I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be looking sick and feeling sick all the time. Like how I saw a lot of people in the granite. Like I'm the youngest person in there, bro. I'm 24. The next youngest person in there, I think he's like 33. And after that, it's like everybody else is like in the like at least 50s. So 
it's it's hard like seeing other older people in that state like and it's just kind of like kind of plays into like who are you before this happened to you actually like and noticing like oh you actually kind of had similar mindset before you came into this situation so I didn't want to be that but another main goal that I had let me know if I'm talking too much <laughs> well see this is the thing J-Bow this is a special guest episode of you so Facts, I, I have I have no problem with how you how you talk we this is wonderful because and um this is how we be talking and this is how shit she had i'm listening over here like damn i forgot this is my podcast (laughs) (laughs) they about fuck around have her own little podcast talking about life but but it's but truly you know this is your story this is your story um you know there's a lot of you you know you know how i am with the lingo you know give me you know what do you do what's your how give me a high that story of you know this happened and like you not only do we talk all the time but you've been on the show to where you that's that's what we do you know what i'm saying like you're already answering the questions that i would ask on a normal surface level basis and you're just giving it up so i i enjoy it. it's on it's on brand of what's going on and you know in terms of you just talking about what's going on in your life and things that you you're going through things that you're seeing things that you're internalizing you know um being so young and having these aspirations and goals to be great um you having your 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 kidneys um and still having the energy to still fulfill those those goals um it takes a certain type of willpower it takes a certain type of strength that a lot of people no disrespect to them but they'll either lose it because of uh say of a situation you're in or something else and they settle for what they are left with you know they don't have the hmm, they don't have the mindset to think about who were they before that you know you like you you were you were speaking on it already like who who were you before this thing happened and what was your energy your mindset your passion towards it and you know what changed um I think for me you know music is always the top of the conversation when it comes to these points but it's interesting because J-Bow is one of the very last few of uh, people that I still am con- I'm still in contact with who has seen me in my in my uh, <laughs> I don't even want to say prime because that sounds crazy <laughs> but saw me when I was really active like when I was very active and you know years later in California and not nearly being as active as I was musically, but I am active doing a lot of other things to where um, you spoke to it. Like, and this is interesting because as a, as someone who is, you know, a team player, you know, not necessarily having to be the, the master at the department that I'm in, but as long as I care about the people and the team and what's the mission, I will definitely do my best to make sure I fill this role. I feel like that with, <laughs> I feel like that with Nia. I feel like that with Lake Mary Goddess, uh, DJ Black Woman. 
you know, uh, honestly, truly, um, being a manager, asking me, her asking me to be the manager was something I've never been. I've never been a manager before. I never managed nothing. What? What? Huh? And then you needed to. You call me. You talk to the wrong person. You call J. Bash. You need to call. You didn't call me. <laughs> you know but you know, it's like, do I believe that I can't do it? Of course, I can do it. And do I want to be a manager and have a whole bunch of clients and represent all these people and be like, yeah, this is me. I'm him. And I'm like, no, <laughs> to be completely honest. No, I do not. You know what I'm saying? But I care about this person. I care about these people. I understand their vision. I believe in their vision. I trust in their, their, uh, their uh, ambition. You know what I'm saying? To where I can apply myself and, fill this role the best of my ability to make the process uh fulfilled you know what i'm saying um so i don't i don't ever feel like i'm not able to be the best at something but i do know you know when i am doing something that is not aligned with what i want to do um so i don't i i don't i don't get i don't i'm not so hard on myself that makes sense you know what i'm saying like um, I definitely respect and withhold the position with class and honor and dignity and, you know, make sure I do all the things that need to be done as if I was, you know, trying to be a manager from the jump. But in terms of just what needs to be done um, for the business of DJ Black Women, Lake Mary Goddess, you know, hell yeah, I'm the manager and I'm him and I'm the one that you call and I'm the one that you email and I'm the one that you <laughs> dictate, delegate all that book, recruit all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and, and why do I feel confident doing that? Because of this woman I'm talking to right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling y'all, man, like, it's so funny. I've always wanted, I'll be saying this privately behind closed doors with my people or whatever, but never on the podcast. But yeah, this manager shit, the reason why I feel like I'm able to do it so easily and just, just, just like filling them shoes and just know how to, how to move is because I've been thinking of J-Bow. Tell you, I've been thinking about J-Bow all the goddamn time. And it's not even like me and Nia have a J-Bow KQ relationship. If anything, um, I'm in Aries. Uh, hold on, hold on. It just dawned on me, baby. You're a Pisces. Oh, Lord. So I'm an Aries, and <laughs> J-Bow, well, Aries are tend to be stubborn. Aries can be stubborn. You know, they, they have a hard time really getting things through the thick head, you know, respectfully. So J-Bow is the person who really had to, like, uh, had, to, had to wrestle me into really getting to understand certain concepts that I need to do for my brand. I really wasn't feeling, I wasn't understanding. I go pick him back. I don't understand that. Well, I don't think this way. I don't, ah. And then J Bow was like, listen, KQ, I love you. I love what you do. I, I, I really want you to be the best. But if you need, if you want me to do my job, you need to shut the fuck up. You need to <laughs> shut the fuck up and just listen. You need to listen to what I got to say. Just listen. Don't, don't, don't. If, if you were doing what you were supposed to do, you wouldn't need me to tell you what to do. I said, oh. Oh. I said, you're right. She said, okay. And see, these, these is funny, right? Because me and Jayba had these conversations, and I will humble myself a lot of times to really hear what she has to say and internalize it. But I'll definitely, and I don't know mama's boy shit, but I'd be like, mama, let me tell you what me and Jayba talked about. Da, 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 da. My mom be <laughs> like, yep. 
I like Jay Bow. Yep, Jay Bow, right. You need to do that. What? Yeah, yep, you're right. You is like that. You need to stop doing that. Yeah, I like Jay Bow. Matter of fact, matter of fact, what Jay Bow? Let, let me give a hug right now. Jay, what you doing? You want some tea? Huh? Yeah, oh, you got some tea? Oh, yeah, let me get some tea. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you need that. You hard headed. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you just think it's all you. Yeah, 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 you need that. And I said, you know what? All right. Okay. And that's where the 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 teachings of Jay Bow really were instilled in me to really just heed what is being said i may not like it because it's not what i want to hear fine i said it but it is something that if you take yourself out of it you really look at it from an outside point of view you can see the vision it may not be your vision you didn't think of it but that doesn't mean it's not going to work and i think it wasn't more so of like J Bow giving me something that I didn't think of or something that just wasn't like heard of. It was really just basic shit. Real basic shit. Like I'm over here trying to do flipping tumbles. He's like, Can you do a cartwheel, my nigga? <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, I can do a cartwheel. Why I do a cartwheel? I, well, you, you see me do front flips. I know, but I need you to do about 30 cartwheels right now. I'm like, I'm not doing 30 cartwheels. That's ridiculous. That I might as well just do 20 front flips. I didn't ask for 20 front flips. I asked for 30 <laughs> cartwheels. Are you going to do these cartwheels or not? Oh, my God. Okay. I'll do these goddamn cartwheels. If that makes you happy. If that, if that, if that teaches you something. All right. I do 30 cartwheels. Now what? All right. Now do a front flip. Yeah. <laughs> that's a complication that I find with quite a few people who I've worked with in the past. Um, it's like on the topic of cartwheels and front flips is like the way I see things is like okay you want to do a front flip off rip but you you can't even hold your own body weight so it's like let's build up to the basics before we try to do the grand gesture you know and a lot of people don't realize like I was working with one artist back in my couture days and I was always so hard on him. Well, I didn't really see it as I was hard on him, but he felt like I was so hard on him and he would always give me a hard time. Anytime I said anything to him, And I'm just like, bro, like <clears throat> I would actually talk to you about him a lot. I'm like, bro, I don't get why he's like making this hard for me. Like, I'm just trying to help him. Like I'm literally trying to do my job and he's not letting me help him. Like, he's just giving me a hard time anytime I say anything to him. Fast forward, actually, to a couple months ago, he, he like, just randomly out of nowhere started hitting me up, asking me to host his shows, asking me to help him with this and that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you want my help? Like, really? Like, I don't understand. Like, because when I was trying to help you, you was so reluctant. Now, now you're reaching for it. So... I ended up asking him, I was like, why did you used to give me such a hard time? And it was really a him thing. <laughs> and it'd be funny because, like, we've had conversations where it's like, it can't be me. It got to be them. But you don't you don't want to you don't want to really say that. But it'd be facts sometimes. But you don't want to sound, you know, conceited saying that. Like, because you, you feel like, you know. You be just some, you know, got some narcissists in the world who really feel like that, and they really be wrong. So you be wondering in your head, like, am I tripping? But nah, he like he literally let me know, like, it wasn't true, it was me. Like he was, 
He was like, I feel like I'm the hottest dude in the room every room I walk into. And he couldn't understand why I always had something to say about what he was doing wrong when there's other people in the room that need way more work than he does. And that's where it came into play. It's like, that was facts. But that wasn't no diss on you. That was actually more praise than anything. Because you can't do the front flip right now. But I can see your potential to be able to do a cartwheel. But everybody else, they still they still trying to learn how to, you know, do a squat. <laughs> they, trying, they still trying to learn how to jump straight up. You feel me? So I'm like, you know, they, they mission and their, their checkpoints are going to be way different than yours. And that's something that I was seeing in you as well, which is probably that internal conflict that you was having. And that's something that I'm seeing like in myself right now. Like I, I'm at a point now, like I used to be able to do cartwheels and front flips, but now even me, like I'm trying to learn how to jump straight up again. So I think that this experience was for me like very valuable because working with people now I'm able to learn from the past people that I work with and I've been able to learn from myself on like everybody's not the same you can't manage everybody the same you can't speak to everyone the same you can't give everyone the same plan everybody's not going to be able to fulfill the same missions and even where people are now and what they've been able to do before like they might not be able to do today so people are forever changing sometimes their change is growing up and exponential and sometimes it's declining and it's declining exponentially and you you never know where people are really at so with managing people now I'm managing artists now like I'm really doing a lot of like checking in like how you feeling like what's on your mind why why what what's hindering you from accomplishing these goals do we need to reassess it's just too much like when i hear an artist like doing what i think is overachieving then i kind of really back into like okay what are you doing now how 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 obtainable is this goal based upon your day-to-day oh you're already kind of doing something similar you just want to structure it different Okay, let's work on that. Let's not put pressure on accomplishing these goals if we don't hit these goals. Let's keep it fun. You feel me? Let's build it up gradually. And yeah, man, people 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 be needing that sometimes. So um props to you for like I just mainly do I mainly do marketing management and then that ends up being a little bit more than just marketing, but you you already are like, yeah, I'm gonna just be the full fledged manager. Like, all right, shoot, that's you, you doing it, boy. You doing it. I'm proud of you. Proud of you, highly doubted. I'm proud of you helping other people grow. I'm proud of you on your music, like how you grown with that. Like you really doing something, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's um it's a it's been a long fight. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think you, you kind of talked about it. I think the 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 thing that keeps me going these days is the fun. I was talking about that like a week ago. Like, what is fun to me these days? You know, what is I can do that's considered fun? You know, um, and you know, not even talking about playing video games, just like something that I can do in like music, whatever. What's fun? Writing songs. That's fun. Oh yeah. So when I when I get on beat stars and I shuffle through beats and I'm trying to find a vibe and I'm I feel something here I feel something there you know that that's fun I have no problem doing that um, you know and going to my homeboy's house uh, shout out to Profeta um, he he has a studio where he has a whole bunch of vibes um, and I'm really saying vibes because it's really mostly dance hall not a lot of hip hop um, dance hall beats he's a producer. And, you know, that's really where I've gotten most of my um, <laughs> funnest verses, funnest hooks, you know, like I really be having fun recording with him on his songs because uh, I have a lot of songs. Just like I talk about music, I have a lot of songs. I'll say about an album's worth, uh, a, good, a good seven, eight songs with, with him. Um, not even just full-fledged lyrics, just like, interludes cuts you know just samples you know just my voice is on a lot of his stuff uh to where he's going to be coming out with something we've talked about it um he wants to make a dual project some carolina california type you know uh type stuff where a a collaboratory tape is coming your way um that but it'll definitely be off of uh profeta x's discography but it'll definitely have kq featured on it um we have a lot of music um, I have a lot of music that I've recorded throughout these years. I haven't released anything, but in terms of just that feeling of why have I not dropped the music? Is it because I'm trying to do some grandioso master plan? Or is it because the music isn't how I want it to be out yet? Is it because you want to put it with a project? You know, things to where I don't want to make it, I don't want to make it too serious. But, um, you know, trying to have fun with it is where I've lost, I've lost that. I have, I will say my music, especially this album, this album that I've been talking about for years, literally two now, um, to where like this album is fun. This album is a fun album. I I, I recorded a couple songs uh, last weekend, you know, trying to get a feel for it. Um, Definitely not the final finished product, but definitely started to get, um my my handle on the project and starting to really hear it and starting to really start it starting to really start it um i'm excited uh, it's very fun to where i can really i can really get to um express myself in a way that i've always wanted to and i think that being in california being in this space being behind the scenes i haven't been active at all really none to at all out here in the bay area for good reason because um, well, no, part of it is because I just haven't gotten, I haven't been out there, but my energy has been behind the scenes. My energy has been behind the scenes business-wise, whether it be in the studio, whether it be um, managing DJs or just um, being a spectator and seeing how other artists move in the Bay. Um, it's just an interesting, it's been an interesting journey. I don't think I've wasted any time. I don't think that I've lost um yeah, I don't think I wasted any time, and I don't think I've lost my thunder, um, especially mm-hmm. when I go to the studio, but um, or, or, or perform for that matter. 
Um, but I definitely feel like it is time to reignite the the music. I have realized that my next couple projects are going to have a heavy have a heavy dancehall Afro fusion. Um, damn near, I dare say. Uh, <laughs> what what am I trying to say? Um, the drill, Jersey, Jersey, Jersey Club. <laughs> Got that? You, you know, be dancing, KQ. Hey, shout out, shout out, to DJ Black Woman. You know what I'm saying? She be over here playing them tunes, and you know, certain certain places have skating rings, and you know, they be over there on the ring, and I, I'll be over here tapping my foot. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna put some skates on, but you know, I've definitely been moving. You know, just just being being free. You know what I'm saying? And not just, you know, just move your body. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and I feel like the music that I'm making should reflect that. Um, you know, just just from a beat selection standpoint, it's fun. It's it's lively. Um, lyrically, and I feel like I, I write every day. So that's never, I've been writing every day for like 10 years. Like, like at this point, if I really were to calculate my routine of writing songs, I literally have written, I literally write a song a day for like, how long you've known me, J-Bow? 2017, 2018. Okay, so that was, that was the, that was, that was the, that was the tail end of college. So um, add another Add another five years to that, and probably I've been writing songs every day. Like I write songs, I write every day. Like that's damn near like a, a ritual. So in terms of my penmanship, it's always everlasting, growing. And that's just what I meant to say. I've been writing the songs that I wrote and I performed when J Bow first met me, and the song that she liked that made me that made her like me. I could say that I have written a good fifty of those. You know, funny enough, bro. It was actually you freestyling that made me fall for your music. Oh man. Like you was bro, like we was at the house house. You feel me? You know what house I'm talking about. Yeah. We was at the house house and going on YouTube beats, everybody sitting on the couch, and we was one by one going up, like freestyling. And you was you was just sitting in front of that TV, standing there, and you was you was just going like you was just going off the dome, and I was like, Is, "He's freestyling right now!" Like, and I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> and then you sat down. I was like, "Was that a freestyle, bro?" Like, you was like, "Yeah, it's all freestyle." I was just like, "What?" Like, it was so fire. It was so beautiful. I don't remember what you said, but I remember in the moment, like thinking everything he's saying makes sense like you wasn't just saying words that didn't correlate topics that didn't go coincide it was like you freestyled a full song that correlated and was on topic and on theme all together and I was like I was astonished like I was like wow (laughs) wow it was like you had all the elements and everything you had verses you had like elements that felt like a chorus like little intro outro ooze and I, like i was just like bro he is what like 
he been sitting next to me all these weeks, and I'm just now knowing he has this ability, like, bro. <coughs> and then after that, I started looking at your music, and I was like, oh, he tough. I can learn from him. You know, it's, <laughs> it's so you just end up being my brother. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And it's so funny to say that because again, like I, I went to the studio last week, and the songs that I recorded are very R&B based, uh, very, very, very R&B based to where I am. Uh, I'm I'm trying to reinvent. I'm trying to reinvent myself, damn near, from a from a um as an artist to really make people listen to my music and think of me in an R and B space. Um, to where um I'm nervous, you know, and niggas don't think that I'll be nervous because my face or whatever how I just perform or my bit. I be nervous. I be sweating bullets, damn it. Mm-hmm. And this is how I got a podcast, so only my real core fans know how I be feeling on stage. But I be nervous, man. But even in the studio, and I know the song and I've had the song for years, I still am nervous just because of people and opinions. And it's not even like I care about them, but they exist. I'm going to say they exist. And I feel that way. So I recorded, let's say, uh, one of the songs on the albums called Call to Connect. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I recorded that song. That was the first song I recorded in the studio. And I am not nervous i'm singing it i'm singing it i'm trying to put the parts together i'm trying to him and ha 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 and then so once i finish all the core you know the core vocals and the ad libs and everything and it's just time for the mixing so to speak i'm going back in the studio and niggas are in there like yo yo man this I, I, yo you went crazy on this and i'm like what so <laughs> like, yeah your dog like this and see, I hate. Oh God, the hot out of podcast. You listeners are gonna, gonna, gonna hate me. But they were like, "Man, dog, you you in your Drake bag, huh? You in your Drake bag for real, ain't you?" And I said, "Yes, I am. I'm not even gonna hide that shit. I ain't gonna sugarcoat that shit. Yes, I am." I was like, "Yeah, we can hear that shit. That shit is dope. Like this, this sound like a fucking Drake song. Like legit. Especially, especially the the kind of connect. Like what? Like yeah, no, nah, you 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 got something, my boy." And I was very thankful. I think in my head, for the most of my career, most of my career, when I have rap songs, perform songs, whether they be recorded, acapella, performing, the the people that come to me and congratulate me and give me praises when they think, when they say an artist and they be like, yo, you gave me, yo, you gave me, yeah, they always say Drake. They say it. And I don't, I don't. I'm not looking for it. I'm not trying to emulate it every time. I'm at this point, I'm the type of guy. What you see is what you get. I am that type of guy. You listen to my music. It is what it is. But I do not try to be somebody that already exists. I am me. But when people listen to my music, I do like that they say, man, this gives me that old Drake feel. This gives me that old take care just give me that old yeah back this that's that drake back in the day feel and i love that that's the highest compliment that anyone could ever give me and i only say that because i've been given it's been given to me a couple times by people who different types of people different types of people from all different walks of life and all different places even out here so that's where hey man you know i i am very honored to you know, have this gift and I, I display my gift and I'm trying to really just maximize it to the best of the best of its ability regarding my voice. You know what I'm saying? Just really going with the, the, the R&B and going with the dance hall and 
you know, just uh, always hip hop and hip hop and rap, you know, that's that's the core of it as well. But um, yeah, no, like just growing, you know, I think the music that I made in 2018, which is Solo Savage, which I still love to listen to every now and then uh, 2020 movies, which is the which is like the movies which is the goddamn prime pinnacle on the top of the KQ shelf. You know what I'm saying? I, I really looked at this next project that I'm making as um, it's like a what's next, you know, what happened after that, you know, six years later type shit. Um, and, um, you know, I believe that I talked to Jay Bow and we had a conversation off mic and she was saying how, you I used to talk to her about how I wanted to be praised and get the recognition and get the awards and you know really have my name on billboard and stuff like that and I really I feel that way still but I think the passion and the motivation for my music to get that is nowhere near like that anymore um it's not like the the focus of my music is not trying to get it in a labeled room where people listen to it and they want to email me and try to get me on the stage. No. Um, once upon a time it was that, but it, it, it's not. And I think that, I think that realization and that release has made my music that much better and to me. You know, I think just the direction I'm going towards with my music is, is um, a lot more me. It's more my roots. You know, I think, and it sucks, right? Because my I, SoundCloud, I don't know what the fuck y'all did to my shit, but um, my first two projects, Family Matters and Solo Slum Slight, those two EPs, those two projects are no longer on SoundCloud, so you cannot find those. Everything starts from Cali Trip and up, which is a bummer, but it's fine. Um, I say that to say I've been listening to a bunch of songs and listen to a bunch of vibes to where... I believe a family matters too is definitely um, coming because that I said that I said that on album mode. So definitely family matters too is coming. So I have projects. I, I, I do this not because I trying to get accolades or rewards. I do this because I set goals for myself musically. I set a goal mm-hmm. for myself to make a project called family matters too. So damn it, go do that, you know, and shout out to left, shout out to left, man. After solo Sav- after solo savage, and I was trying to think about where to go after that because it was like the same little blank little stare, blank little gaze I've been having for two years. I happened, I had it after I released uh, solo savage, and I was talking about where to go after solo savage and left one of my homies uh, from Greensboro. He was like movies. I said, "What you what?" He said, "Movies." I said, "What you movies?" He was like, "That's what you said at the at the tail end of Solo Savage. You said movies coming soon. So yeah, you're making movies, mm-hmm. right?" And right. I was like, "I said, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies like, yeah. Like, yeah, man, you said movies. So I'm I'm ex- I'm expecting the next project gonna be called movies. And it was sure a long time coming too. Yes, it was." 20 solo savage the movies felt like a long time to people because it was 2018 to 2020 that was a that was a year i spent a year to make the project recorded the next year and it was good it's been 2023 about to go in 2024 boy you putting out something else this shit better this, boy this shit better be worth it putting you on kendrick lamar time who you think you is kendrick lamar nigga think you k-dot 
taking all this goddamn time making this music. You better buy. Right. Better not flop. Better not flop. I, I better like every song on here. You better be spitting that shit. Every beat, I better be feeling it in my soul. I better a, a tear better come down my face by the end of this project. I better call you and be like, nigga, it, it was it was worth the wait. I'm gonna replay this four thousand more times. This is it. You ain't gotta make nothing else. You 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 good for another five years. This is perfect. That's facts. That was a that's, beautiful project, bro. That's that's exactly what I would like this next project to have. Like, you know, definitely want this project to be worth the wait. Um, having said that, um, the, in, in closing on this with the with my music, I still don't have a title for the project. I have I have a couple potentials i have a couple uh names like a list here but um i still am not sold on these names yet would you like to hear these titles of course okay so it's it's not a lot um so the first one was going to be called solo savage 2 okay why because it I have been saying I've been wanting to do sequels. I've been feeling like certain projects that I did, you know, I feel like when I do titles like that, it would make you run back to the first one, listen to it, really get a grasp of it, only to understand the second one. And I feel like I feel like somewhere along the line, it has elements of Solo Savage. So that's why I would call it Solo Savage 2. But I'm not sold on it. Right. So the next one is called Cali Trip 2. Same reason why I just said about Solo Savage. It has elements of all these things. Um, third name, Mr. Solo Trip. Uh, Yo, that's wild because I was literally going to be like, if you feel that way about both of them, you should probably combine the names. <laughs> right. And then you said it. <laughs> Mr. Solo Trip is a name that I thought of when I had this uh, this 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 uh, decision, right? So that is another name, and I thought it was more of a exactly what you said, right? And I put a Mister in front of it to where uh, it 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 has it has ownership. Like I own, like you know, I'm owning up to Cali Trip and Solo Savage, and you know, it with the title, you'll see that it's a blending of the two. That's what I did with Mister Solo Trip. Um, and then now here are the ones that are that have more of a description. Here's more of a context. The next one is called Hidden Jungle. Hmm. Now, there is a song on the album called Hidden Jungle. And it is basically, I think I've sent that to you. But uh, Hidden Jungle is definitely a dance hall track. It's definitely one of the smoother, like... Uh, like rainforest cafe type shit you know what i'm saying it's it's it it the title fits the song i think the song fits the title very well um i didn't want to call it that because i felt like the mood of the song does not fit the whole album i was gonna ask that i feel like when you have a title song it's essential that the title song describes the album well because right. most people will click on that album and be like, oh, this song is the name of the album. <clears throat> Let me click on that one. You know? So movies, I feel like that's why movies was such a good success. Because I really, I really embodied the song for the album. Yeah. So right. if you're going to do a title song, let the title song be the song that fits the album. 
Indeed, and I don't feel like uh, there are any songs on the album that I would call it that. So, Hidden Jungle was, uh, it's, it's, it's up there. But um, the next one, and this is where, this is where it gets interesting. I was going to call this Six Years Later. Six years later. Now, if I do this, now if I name it six years later, I have to, I must release this in 2024 for the for the for the title of the album to make sense. The right now, six years ago, 2024 is 2018. That is my way of calling it Solo Savage 2 without calling it Solo Savage 2. A more poetic way if you will and i don't think that it will make you like it's not so it's not so in your face yeah. six years six years later is definitely more of a question mark than a statement you know what i'm saying because hmm. you know when you like if you listen to if you say six years later let's say if you, let's say you go on kq's page uh, uh you go to the Apple Music page, you see the album, you see the cover art, it says six years later. You're going to be like, well, what was six years ago? Right? Six years ago was 2018, Solo Savage. That's the first project you'll see on my album. Right? Yeah. I mean, you'll see on my on my profile. So, if you've already listened to that project, then you know that, okay, he's referring to that project. Mm-hmm. What does that, what does this project have to do with that? Yeah. Right? To where like- you press, you press play, and I do, and I feel like you should have the same, you should have the same effect that movies gave you when you press play. You ain't got to touch that shit no more. <laughs> at least, at least for a good five songs, right? So, yeah. I've, I really have made this song, made this project more of a, um, how would you call this? Like this, this is like an Alice in Wonderland type of thing for me. Like, if KQ were to go to Alice in Wonderland, then this is what it would be. And not so much of um, hip-hop. Not so much of of your traditional rap. And it's interesting I say this, right? When I say traditional rap, traditional hip-hop, I'm talking about this shit that's playing right now, right? Because that's the shit that you would expect to hear when I say rap or hip-hop these days. So when I say I have rap, slash hip-hop on this album that's not what i'm talking about right Mm -hmm. and that's where you would have to really listen to artists like missy elliott you know what i'm saying or other contemporary hip-hop artists who their their beat selection was stupid stupid Mm -hmm. you can't duplicate it right but they Mm -hmm. were spitting that shit and that's one of their dopest songs i feel i really i really embodied the unorthodox it's crazy that you call it unorthodox. I'll just say contemporary because that's really the best way I can explain it. But you know, when you have beats that knock, but it's not your casual 808s, it's not your casual, you know, drum kits, it's not your natural, uh, you know, hi hats that you hear on every single trap song or every single hip hop rap song these days. It really has some creativity, it really got some different elements that make it different. And then once you hear it, what is this man saying on this? What is this man saying on this song to give it the full, the full effect? And I think mm-hmm. that's where I really have 
I think I think I really did something on this project. Um, and not to spoil too much, but okay. one of the things that J Bow said, and I ended here. One of the things that J Bow said is she asked me about this whole awards and accolades and what I would want my project and my music to go at this pro- at this point in my career. And I told her, you know, if I, if I still felt the same about that, if I still felt like my music, do I still want my music to be at that be at that level? Um, mm-hmm. And I told her that this project should this project should answer your question. This project should answer your question um, to where I stand with what I want my music to go and where I want it to be. Um, don't want to give a spoiler, but um, it'll definitely give you the answer. But it'll also let you know that I got more shit to say. <laughs> like this yes. ain't gonna be like this ain't gonna be like oh he's gone. He said I'm here, but now I'm gone again. I'm like no no no, I'm here. <laughs> this is what I've learned. This is what I've been through. This is what's going on, and this is how I feel. But but there's more. Let's let's show you what else I got. And um, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Um, 2024 is is uh <clears throat> I don't know it's a year of mysteries you know because I have no idea what's in store for me for 2024 I really don't that's facts <laughs> well of your title selections if I'm allowed to pick mm-hmm. I like six years later a lot but I don't think that is like six a significant number. Is that why you say you have to do it 2024? Because I feel like if it come out 2025, it just be seven years later. Right. So it's like just, a significant number. Is that why you say it has to be done next year? No, I'm, no, it, it, it just it just goes with the for the year of 2024 if this project gets done it will be called six years later if this project would have been finished before the year then i would call it five years later i mean if any let's just yes no there is to answer your question there is no significance to six while i was writing the project uh this year because i still been writing it there were i i called i said five years later you know, so so and if anything, five sounded sexier than six <laughs> at that time. So so like so now now it is six if I wanna stay on bird with it. And it's not so much of like uh six. It's like nah, six years later. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not so much of like um I, I I'm not gonna lose I'm not I'm not losing any power, I'm not losing any time, like I'm not losing anything out of changing five to a six. Um yeah. So, um, if, if anything, it just it sounds more poetic. <laughs> Five yes. years later, no, six years later. Oh my god! Yeah. What? Yes. The other one that I like is the. Well, I, I don't want to put no modifications on it, but I'm gonna just tell you what I think. Go ahead. I like. I I would like it if it were instead of Mister Cali Trip my Cali trip oh uh oh you want you want you mean my solo trip I mean yeah my solo trip yeah my solo trip my solo trip and the reason I say that is because like in this year not year how long you've been gone how long (laughs) in this time that you've been gone it's two years that you've been gone like and all the music you've made in this period like this is like a literal like literally your Cali trip 
Like, you, you literally came from North Carolina to Cali overnight. Like, you got in the car. Like, it's literally a trip. Like, you can drive back anytime, but you, you just there now. Like, you feel me? <laughs> so, you literally, you literally on a prolonged Cali trip right now. Like, I don't know. Like, that just kind of. I like Super Later a lot. And I feel like you should keep that title. But I feel like solo trip, like you really, you really like, yeah, like you took a Cali trip and you did it solo, and you just hopped up and left everything like a savage. Like what? <laughs> so I feel like I feel like that. I feel like that one. Whether you do Mister or my or or my solo trip, either way, like I feel like for this time period like that really 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 makes sense like my solo trip actually sounds really cool i like that and actually mm -hmm. wow my solo trip that actually makes the track list look so much better mm -hmm. <laughs> the track list nah y'all i ain't gonna lie we having fun with this track list i mean the names are the names but in terms of just like they matter okay, the names are the names and and I do not forcefully put the names in certain ways to just make it look cool. I mm -hmm. the beats have to make sense. Like the beat selection and transition have to make sense. So mm -hmm. I do like how the track looks the track list looks. Like I am a fan of artists who have an album, whatever it's called, and then I look at the track list and looking at the songs give me a story before I even press play. I like that. You feel me? I like that. So, yeah, man. Um, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 15 songs. 15? Yeah, 15 songs. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I am definitely excited to uh, really, really, really get this thing out there for y'all. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will, we will, we will talk about it later. But uh, I will say, even in the meeting between time, I have a lot of music, like singles and things that I can release now, videos now. Things will be dropping soon on YouTube. I am, I will say that that is that's like a New Year's resolution. That's that's a New Year's thing. You know, starting New Year's, we're gonna get all, we're gonna uh, dump out all of the KQ stuff that we've been hiding in the vault. Just dump it out, all the music, all the videos, all the stuff. Like, come on now, mm -hmm. play. So I, I will I will put that on my list for the new year. You know, the one thing I will hold myself accountable to is to just dump all the files and all the people and all the music and all the recognition and all the stuff so we can start clean 2024 with this project. So, yeah, well, that might do it right with you, bro. Facts. Facts. No, so, yes, yes. The raw footage. <laughs> you said what? No editing, no nothing. They getting it raw. Facts. So, but yes, I definitely want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jay Bow, for being on the podcast with me. So, so beautiful, so legendary to have this have this moment with you on the podcast as we're so close oh, to yes. road to 100 you know this is this has been such a long long road long long road this podcast is not for the week 
Hey, man, you almost at 100, bro. I'm proud of you. Thank you so that 100 much. episode gonna be something special wink wink yes yes it will yes it will i have uh <laughs> i have not shared with my co-host yet but i i i haven't shared with my co-host yes my co-host yet and i have not made the call for to the special guest yet so i still it's have yet said, to no, it's already said bro of course of course but it's gonna be funny it's gonna be funny hilarious Haha. <laughs> but yes, episode 100 is definitely going to be preset to be dope as hell to have a celebration, if you will. Um, but yeah, no, we still got a couple more episodes where we get there, so we don't want to spoil too much. But thank you, Jay Bow. Love you, Jay Bow. Okay, you are amazing. And we will have you on the podcast again. And when we have you on the podcast again, it will be different. Trust and believe oh, that. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, uh, all that. But yeah, no, J-Bow. And, and before we go, shout outs, people's things, socials, how to contact you, get in contact with you, all that stuff. Facts. Um, shout out. Who to shout out? Shout out Lucky Tree. Those are like my strongest musical support people and strongest like outlet to see how to make all this happen and to really like bring together unity and community and everybody that be around and not even just the people who run lucky tree but the people who come through to lucky tree who come to through to the open mic freedom mic who get their foundation laid who just bring good energy man shout out to kq for continuing with consistency yo like know a lot of people that started in the like radio podcast space but you here you still doing it and you really like you really you really like about to hit 100 episodes and that ain't even the end <laughs> like i'm proud of you shout out to you man shout out to you shout out to you and thanks for having me for real um shout out to everybody who's been helping me along the way make music believe in my music everybody who showed me how to make something happen like and didn't just put me down and give up on me shout out to y'all for real um socials you can hit me up on instagram at around jbow that's around like around the world jbow j-b-o-w you feel me all right and then also follow my uh business page high cage supports um, that's my artist support platform where I just share things going on in my community and communities that I've been in, reposting things of people that I've been, people who I've been connected to. That's Cali, that's Raleigh, that's Durham, that's Atlanta, that's Maryland, like everywhere, anywhere. And if you got dope stuff that you want to share, share it to my page. Like I'll share it. And like you'll be tapped in with everybody else that's paying attention, you feel me? Um other than that, like, yeah, we out. <laughs> that's all I got. Yes, yes. All right. Thank you guys and, and ladies for listening to the Hot Out of Podcast. This is a great bonus episode. Uh we will be back with more foolishness and craziness <laughs> and all of the things that make the highly potty, highly doubted podcast great again i'm yeah. your host kq dog and we yeah, out yeah.
Peace. Peace.